Yo, what's up, everybody? Just a quick disclaimer about this week's episode. The audio got all fucked up, so we're using just the live stream audio, so the quality is subpar, mainly being it's just the Skype audio. This week, we just did a power hour. We took paranormal calls, ghost stories from listeners and supporters of the show, and it was just me and Dan, as Braden and Andrew couldn't make it. But instead of doing nothing, we did something. So. It's not terrible, it's just not as good as normal. So thanks for listening. Catch you on the other side. Welcome to Alien Theorists Theorizing Power Hour! Spooky Power Hour! <laughs> I'm Zell. <laughs> I'm Dan. And that's all we got today. Short that's crew. it. All right. Bye, everybody. That's it. It's over. Now, Braden, uh, it's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend, so he is a mm-hmm. family. Enjoying and- denim turkey. And Andrew was doing the same, and then he had to go back to work, so he's he can't make it either. So instead of doing what we used to do, which is not do anything, we decided to do something. We're professionals now. We are professionals. We, we make, know we have an obligation. We make tens of dollars doing this. Yes. So we will continue to keep on keeping on. So we're this week. I think we're just doing a power hour. Spooky themed. Right. I mean... We play right into that genre of spooktober, spooky stuff, paranormal, ghosties, poltergeists, apparitions, whatever you call them. <laughs> That's uh, always, I think, uh, you know, I had to, I, I should have went back through the classifications of ghosts. I think it's somewhere. I'm not sure where it is, but if you, if you had to classify ghosts, I know there's, there's kind of, I guess, I, I don't know what to call ghosts. I know the ones that you can see, you call those technically like an apparition. And then you have ones that you can't see, I suppose, just voices, things like that. And then, I I mean, a poltergeist is a definite classification of ghost, right? Right. Like that's a poltergeist is one that can, you know, physically Physically move move something or, you know, make noise, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, well, we put out the call for uh, anyone who wants to call in. We have a number now. So people keep calling and I'll next person that calls, I'm going to answer. We had somebody call and they left a message. Did they leave a message? That's what you said. I know, but I didn't play. I I don't think it actually, I think that it's like one of those hang up messages where nothing actually gets played. Spooky. Spooky edition. But yeah, (laughs) ghost men. I love ghost stories. I've never, I've never actually had an experience where I couldn't explain it, but I love hearing other people's stories. Dan, you, you ever seen anything or felt anything? Have I ever seen anything or felt it? See, the thing is, like with me, I I can I can vividly remember at one place when I was little, uh, probably about preschool age, maybe first grade. And then I remember when we lived in the, an old house. It was like a single single floor house, and we used to have this couch that was in the front in the living room. And I remember one time looking under that couch like lifting up ahead of those little flaps and then little dust flaps at the bottom and like i lifted that up and i remember looking under there and there was these two like bright yellow eyes just looking back bright yellow eyes yeah like we didn't have a cat i didn't have a cat didn't have a dog nothing like that and you know and it's just like i remember lifting that and i just had this vivid memory of just of seeing those two yellow eyes and it was like scared to death when i was a kid like it just really i just i remember that but like uh, you know, I you could chalk it up to either being just an imaginative kid is the way I was or things like that. But I don't. How big are eyeballs? We're talking 
like I would say they were cat size. Like I would say it would almost be like cat size, like it were a cat. Um, not huge, not not like gigantic, and there's no noise. I don't remember any noise with them or anything like that. But again, it's preschool age kid. I don't know. In my adult life, have I had experiences where yeah. I could say like, oh, that's something I can't explain? I personally haven't had any that I. No, I've never had anything. Never, never anything supernatural. Like, but I've been camping before, where you get that, like your hair stands up on end, and you can feel something, but it's probably an animal. A cougar. Yeah, something just out of sight, but you know something's there. You're like, this is fuck. This no, get a stick, big ass stick, pick it up, <laughs> stick in one hand, rock in the other, just in case. Start smashing trees, <laughs> smashing rocks together. <laughs> uh, old cave, you know, the caveman technique. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I don't believe in anything. I think uh, some people have some crazy experiences. Oh shit, we got a caller. <gasps> don't call us. Power hour, power hour caller. Let's bring him in. I don't know who it is. They, they, did they call the hotline? That's awesome. Bringing them in. Hello? Hello? Hello. On the line. You're live. On the line. Welcome to the <laughs> show. Awesome. I didn't think uh, I'd get through. That's awesome. Uh, hey, uh, so you guys are calling um, for paranormal or ghost stories? We I, definitely are. Ideally. Spooktober. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, my name's Shana. Hey, Shana. Um, and uh, I actually have like sort of a family ghost story to tell. Family? Um, it's a family of ghosts? <laughs> yeah. No, um, <laughs> it's actually a ghost that lives in my great grandma's house. Okay. Um, it's not a very old house at all, but um, uh, she, I guess like growing up, my mom and my aunt used to stay over at her house um, with a bunch of their cousins and whatnot. And they had one room in particular that was sort of set aside for the children to stay in uh, when they slept over um, until they started seeing this entity appearing in there. Um, so essentially it was just like this sort of black blob. It was sort of shaped like a human um, and they could make out like a ball and chain around its ankle. And it would start in the corner every night at the same time and start to make its way towards the bed. Crazy. Um, but it never quite made it, made it to the bed. Um, so it was like a children. black, a black, some sort of formless black blob, blob, but it had, did it have feet or like, did it, was it a person? Yeah. I mean, they said that they could make out like, um, like a ball and chain around its ankle. Uh -huh. so I'm assuming they could see enough of a definition of a human body uh -huh. that they could see that. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so it'd start making its way to the bed. Um, they'd start screaming, lights would come on, adults would wake up and come and see what's going on. Um, but it got so bad that, um, my grandma ended up turning into a storage room, um, mm -hmm. just to like pictures of Jesus and crucifixes all over it. Smart move. Um, right. <laughs> um, so, and no one has slept in there since. So I don't know if that still happens, but, um, when I was like seven, I was visiting and, uh, we had like watched, uh, some TV show about haunted houses or something. So maybe this has like some sort of influence on us, but we stayed at the, the house, not in that same room, but we woke up to hearing, um, like scratching in the mattress. I know it was like a sign of a haunting, but I didn't have any like entities come to me, but we just heard weird, weird noises and scratching. So, huh. Oh, spooky. Definitely spooky. Definitely spooky. More than I've yeah. ever heard or seen personally. I give that seven out of ten spooks. Seven out of ten spooks? <laughs> seven out of ten yeah. spooks. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I haven't seen anything since. Did they um, say, I haven't like, really heard felt, anything. Like, did they say, like, were there any things, like, you know, how people um, uh, accompanying apparitions and things like that? You have stuff like, were there, was there a change in temperature at all? Do they remember that getting cold? Were there feelings of you know, menace or, or anything like that? Do they, did, could they, that they describe to you or you've ever heard of? They definitely, they said it was a feeling of dread. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I don't know if that's like having an Just, eight year old being approached by a large dark creature. Could very, <laughs> could but, very. uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's been sort of confirmed by a bunch of people in my family and it's a story I've grown up listening to. Huh. Um, so I'm like, one day maybe I'll be daring enough to go and stay in that room, but it hasn't happened yet. 
I would never stay in that room again. That'd be it. <laughs> I'd probably no, burn my I house down. You got to bust out the Ouija board in a place like that. Well, I, w- I would it. do it if we were recording and it was for uh, for entertainment. I would try it. I guarantee Andrew would not. But <laughs> Andrew would run straight right, out go of the places room in you... seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, you got to go to the places the you know there's something. Exactly. All right. Hey, Heck yeah. thanks so much for sharing oh, cool. the story. That's, uh, I'm now I'm gonna put that in my nightmare bank and probably, uh, <laughs> not be able to sleep for a while. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Hey, thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in being the first one on this, uh, power hour. You actually, I think you're like the yeah. third, third person to ever call this number. So really? <laughs> well, I'm from the state, so it was, wasn't even long distance. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Heck yeah. Thanks so much guys. Bye. Bye. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. When when she called, the, your camera kept getting fucked up. Something to do with Skype. I don't know. It doesn't like it doesn't like interference. That's true. Skype is weird. Oh Internet. shit! We got another caller. <gasps> Second caller. I oh, should maybe I shouldn't have put on every social media network we had. <laughs> now we're gonna get like now this is gonna be oh man. It's, it's a call in okay, show. Go. Oh no, they hung up. They didn't. They, oh, didn't, they, they didn't stick Skype around. Face. They didn't stick around. Skype face. Anyways, Whew. super fun. You know what's funny, Dan? Is uh, <laughs> like we're recording this kind of now because my recording program crashed completely. Groovy. But I still got. I still have the audio from the video, so nothing we can do about it now. Might as well just keep going. <laughs> just keep on trucking. We're gonna keep going. Keep going. What we'll the one week with bad audio and two missing hosts? We're doing what we can. We're running on. We're running on fumes here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> here we go. Caller, merge them in. Who do we got? Hello. Hello. Oh yeah. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing. Thanks for calling in. What's up, Zell? Who are we talking to? This is Dustin from uh, Washington D.C. Basically, Dustin Sound on all the handles. All right. Close. Close to Dan over there. Groovy. Yeah, hey, what's You're, up, Dano? What's up? You're on a spooky power hour. So you got a ghost story or yeah, something? Yeah, man. I do. I uh, After these few recent events, I'm convinced my house is either totally haunted or something. Okay, but, uh, down. I'll try to be quick. Nope. I got three things. Sounds good. Uh, the first one that happened is me and my girl were watching a movie, and I have a surround sound, and I got to get up to turn it on, and it's next to a window. And my window is about 10 feet off the ground. It was about 1.30 in the morning. And both of us watched as our curtain pushed into my house like somebody was pushing their arm through my window, like a oh. full arm's length. Yeah, so that one, that's number one. That started it all. Uh, we have a rack in our bathroom that everything sits down about an inch and a half into it and stuff is constantly falling out of it all day, up, down, bam. Uh, weird. That's number two. But the, the third thing is what happened to me personally is, uh, I was up too late and, uh, my girl was out and I thought I heard her come home. So I was like, I better be asleep cause she'll yell at me for being up too late or whatever. So I closed my eyes. I laid down and, uh, I felt my bedroom door open. I felt her walk across the room and kneel in my face. And I thought she was going to like, I don't know, kiss me or boot my nose or something. So I started laughing <laughs> and I opened my eyes and there was no one there. Oh, but I fuck. was sure she was there. Like mm. to the point where I, like I said, I started laughing at the presence of the person in my face. And when I opened my eyes, she was nowhere there. Oh, that's like, fucked uh, up. So we owe, you own no pets? Do you own any pets? That's my first question. I do. I have a pit. I have a pit okay. bull. And, uh, but he's, he was over on the other side of the house. Okay. In his bed, he was asleep. Okay. And then, oh, yeah. man, spooky. Did you um, feel any change in temperature or anything like that? Any type of atmospheric disturbances when any of this stuff happened? I started, I started looking for it after she, like after I opened my eyes and there was no one there. I was like, okay, what are these signs I need to look for here? And uh, the only thing I could really get out of it was uh, my ceiling fan wasn't on. My my uh, my blinds were just kind of knocking. Doot, doot, doot. But then they stopped, but I didn't get any like temperature change or nothing. I didn't get uh, like real cold. I got like 
kind of emotional, not crying, but like, you know, where all your stuff is like on hype. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. you go into definite like but, fight or flight mode at that point. <laughs> Something weird like that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, how old is the house? Is the house that old or not? Uh, it's been here at least since the 70s. I live down by the water. Okay. And uh, it's like a little old beach cottage type deal. Has anyone ever been and, uh, killed but, in the house? <laughs> so that I don't know. That I don't know. But the people that rented it before me, I happen to know quite well. And they always had a name calling in the same area, like the bathroom connected to the bedroom. And they, they, they always said that somebody would like call their name. They'd say, huh? And, you know, no one would be home. Hmm. To the point, you know, where they have to like answer it, like you actually heard something, and you're like, "Oh shit, spooky!" spooky. That's fucked up. That's yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, indeed, that is fucked up. Better happen to you than me, my right. friend. Yeah, <laughs> word up for that. <laughs> what? Uh, keep keep an eye on it. if if it keeps happening. I recommend a burning the house down. <laughs> B. Um, you can try an exorcism. I don't really believe in those, but you can try it. See, no, I'm, 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 get one I'm of those. On what, what are they using? What are they using? Ghost hunters, the EMF meters. Get one of those. Yeah, get those out. Get the EMF meter. Get get some uh, get some technology. See if you can, you know, see if you can find out. Good old fashioned Ouija board. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I play do Ouija have board. a Ouija board. Play it. That's that's option C. I do have a Ouija C. board. And uh, Dan probably knows there's a lot of Civil War stuff around in our area. And I used to go EVPing and never really got. I got sleep paralysis, but never got anything productive. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Virginia's huge spot for Civil War stuff. If there's like if every yeah. battlefield in Virginia, like I think most of the battles are actually a large amount at least for fought in Virginia. And you, like if 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 there's can feel the tension. Place, yeah, like if there are one place like battlefields and things like that, like there's there's battles all over Virginia. And if it were some kind of ghost like that, I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised, but then again, like I don't think those kinds of spirits usually haunt haunt houses or something. It sounds like yours is more like, yeah. like a personal of a personal nature. If it was enough to like go on your bed or something like that, like something that would be attached to the the house itself. Yep, fucked up. Right, which is weird for me because I'm more into like maybe like extra dimensional things, maybe other than like a soul, like a lost soul. I'm not real into, but I may be like passing through or connected somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I hear. I, I feel <laughs> you there too. I don't really believe so much in like a lost soul or like your essence trapped here, but maybe some type of it's your parallel dimension girl coming to say hi. Yeah, or... some type of quantum <laughs> quantum level stuff going through I've here. I've never been that lucky, so I'm not counting <laughs> on that. <laughs> Is it cheating if she's from a different dimension? Say that one more time. Is it cheating if she's from a different dimension? No, not at all. No, there you go. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right, man. I'm we're... making history, lady. All right, man. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on the show. I hey, love the pod. Anytime, man. We'll, uh, we'll be doing more of these, so stay tuned. Right on, Thank- definitely. Have a good night, y'all. Thanks for calling in. Peace. You too. Groovy. Boom. Some good stories, actually. More than I was hey. expecting. This is turning out okay. I thought this would be a complete disaster, and new, I am pleasantly new, surprised. New podcast. Just me and Dan taking calls. I have this chat feature in the live stream, but it's all, fu- I don't know, this live, I try to use restream and then the golf fucked up and now all my settings are fucked up, but whatever. So Where are the, I'm trying to pull up, I'm technologically illiterate. Where am I pulling up? Do you have a link for the YouTube? I'm trying to pull up the YouTube so I can read the comments. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll go, I'll send you a link and I'll put it in discord. Yeah. Or it's in, we usually di- do it's, that. it's in discord right now. It's in the, there's a Patreon link in there. Oh, under what? It's just in the Discord here. Uh, here, let's put it in here. ATT text chat channel. There you go. Boom. That's where people are oh. listening. Oh, in the studio one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll do All it there. Right. Um, yeah, let's go through some questions. I don't know. What do we got going on in here? Let's go to the top. Do, 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 do. Does this even work? I'm too far away. I can't read that. Anyways. Two, two crazy stories. Okay, I'm putting it in here. here Put it go. up. All right. To the live stream. What do we got? Ah, I've done it. He's got it. Uh, Little Red Pig says, I love how happy Maester Daniel is all the time. I am pretty happy all the time. Because, I mean. I've never seen. Yeah. I've never really seen Dan upset, actually. 
Not even spooky a little. stuff makes me happy. Where's Mr. Conspiracy? It's a conspiracy. Where's Mr. Conspiracy? He's only been here one time in four years. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, I guess, oh, because we used to have where in the world is Mr. Conspiracy. So. Uh, oh, he is. He's back home in Canada working as as a sometimes I'm not think I don't think he's doing carpentry but he's or no he was doing uh timber frame houses actually but I'm not sure what he's doing right now. We're, he's going to be on soon. We tried to have him have him on once and then I don't know we're last minute and he's busy so we don't get Max him. asks uh Max asks Max asks can I donate through YouTube? No, but can they donate through our Yeah, well, on eight, on, eight years, you, and on YouTube if you go to the um, the description there's our alien theorist theorizing dot live. If you go to that, that's where the merch and the donate stuff is. If you want to go there, mm-hmm. buy yourself some sweet merch. We do should plug that. We got new, ha- we got winter hats. We got Get winter, ready. winter hats, toques and beanies. I don't know what the difference is, but they're all on there. <laughs> well, the winter, that what is it? No, the winter hat has the ball on top. Oh, like the little pom pom on top Has a little pom pom on top. And right. then, the other one is like a beanie, and then I don't know what the difference between the other one. There's one more, and I don't know what the difference is. I know toque and a beanie, like toque is Canadian, and beanie is either American, Australian, other places. But toque and a beanie are the same. I guess winter hat has the pom-pom. There you go. Mm. I'm not down with pom-pom hats, but if you are down with pom-pom hats, that's the pom-pom hat. Do you like yourself you a pom-pom wear. on your hat? I don't like a pom-pom hat. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. It's like it's just sitting it up there. Feel, like, and it feels, especially if you have like a long toque. It kind of like weighs the toque down to one side also. Mm. And that's not no good. Um, what else we talk about? Dan, you want to talk about uh, what are some creepy places in this? Spooky some spooky places. places. Uh, so uh, Zell and I went through our haunted uh, North America trip. We were just figuring out what we could talk about on this spooktober. So we, you know, talk about haunted places. Why not? Uh, one place that I find incredibly creepy and I found in um, – I've seen in like multiple places when you when you when you type in most haunted places, this place always comes up and it's called Isla de las Muñecas, which is a place south of uh, Mexico City. And it's not so much everything, all the information that I read about it. It's not necessarily haunted as it is like creepy. Um, This is a small little island uh, where uh, over 50 years ago, a man named Don Julian Santana. Santana uh, left his wife and child, he left his family to move into this small little island, uh, which is on Tesquilo Lake and Zochi. Yeah, there you go. Is Zochimilco Canals. Now, some people, local legend has it that a young girl actually drowned in that lake. And Santana uh, took it upon himself to. honor her or mourn her uh her soul in a kind of you know super probably in the most creepy and unnerving way that you could possibly <laughs> imagine he takes dolls and uh he kind of hangs oh, them up all over the island it's so uh, creepy and and he doesn't clean up the dolls he doesn't he, I mean, he doesn't feel like he needs to clean the dolls or restore them in any way. Um, people actually say that he's traded produce that he grows on the island um, for more dolls. Um, and he um, – people who I guess who have talked to him have said that he feels that um, this is a fitting way to kind of honor and appease the the lost spirit of this girl. Um even though he doesn't restore some of the dolls, the ones that he hangs up around the island, which, God, are super fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look at these fucking things. They're all over the trees, man. It looks like fucking Sid from Toy Story's yeah. like, paradise. <laughs> like, that's where it is. That's, <laughs> you wouldn't want to be in the Toy Story universe on this island. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. T- Toy Story 5 coming up. Like, Toy Story 5. Ho- horror. Nightmare. Like, yeah. Nightmare horror movie. City. Um. Apparently, the ones that he has, like he has some dolls that he keeps in his cabin, and he also dresses these ones, or he had dream, dream those, uh, dressed them at some point. Um, Julian Santana has actually died, and coincidentally, he drowned in that very same lake in 2001. So, all of these dolls are just now just sitting on this island. Uh, nobody really lives Wait, there. He just died. Like How, he drowned on on the island. He just drowned. He dr- drowned in the lake. He was I mean, fucking he drowned by all these haunted dolls, probably. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like like we keep saying, like little kid ghosts and stuff are creepy, and dolls are also creepy. Uh, Braden and I did an ATT confidential about haunted 
objects and dolls and shit and you're just like yeah i don't want to go there you can't get there it's like you can get there i guess it's like um it's like a four hour four hour-ish drive from mexico city something like that um and you can get down there if you really want to go <laughs> super fucking creepy i'm i don't need a bunch of dolls nope something about dolls mm-hmm. man even like I remember as a kid, Chucky was, I like that was it. That was it for me. Chucky Mm-mm. when Chucky was on, that was the scariest shit for me when I was like twelve years old. Scared, like scared Just as shit. Fucking, like, I couldn't. I couldn't handle everyone. Chucky and alien movies, but Chucky was definitely on there. I couldn't handle Chucky. Like that shit's just dolls creepy little glass eyes and just like you know you have the it was really about those like those porcelain dolls that always kind of creeped you out the ones with like the eyes that open and close and you know you put them on a shelf and then you uh you know you put it on a shelf and the eyes are closed and then you know something will happen maybe they get unstuck and then they flip open and then you're just like (laughs) (laughs) like, no nope Not, not for us um, you know, I'm just glad I'm not a collector of porcelain dolls, but you do see a lot of people who are collectors and they have these huge rooms displays of like these creepy porcelain dolls. Yeah, and you, you want one that looks like this? I, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> no, don't need that. Never, never, never. Um, the next spookiest place on our spooky list is the Queen Mary in California, which is actually a ship. Uh, the Queen Mary has been, um, it's been around for at least like 60 years and it has, there are reported to be over like at least or not over, but at least 49 reported deaths on the Queen Mary. Now the Queen Mary has been around for a long, long time. Um, it served, uh, it was kind of in between. Um, right before World War II, it was a luxury liner, and then it also beca- it became a troop carrier transport during World War II, and it actually carried more people on it than any other ship in, uh, at the same time at once uh, than any other ship in World War II. And, and so after that, it kind of it got retired. It was retired, and they they pulled it into one of the ports in California, and it is reported to be one of the most. It's voted at least. Uh, whoever voted that list but a lot of places will call it the one of the most haunted places in america so people hold uh you know ghost tours there seances all kinds of paranormal you know experiences or um tours to kind of you know contact these entities that live on this thing so um some of the places that are reported to be the most haunted one of the places is the engine room which they say is a uh, lar is a very active spot for paranormal activity um now, I can personally say the engine room, the engine room of a ship, when the, all the lights are out, is super creepy. <laughs> like, I could, I could uh, imagine all those like groaning noises and right. You have tons of pipes. You have noises and like everything just like you know sitting around. It's just it's it's super super creepy and it's dark. Um, apparently, at least two people um, died. Uh, it like, crushed to death by one of the doors in this area. Um, and so during a what was, you know, one of the, the most recent deaths where during a watertight door drill in 1966, an 18 year old crew member was crushed to death. And at the time he had been dressed in blue coveralls and he had and he had a beard, probably not as great as mine, but he had a beard. And um this person, they say, have seen apparitions of this crew member, you know, walking through the ship uh, or walking in the likes of Shaft, what they call Shaft Alley. And Shaft Alley is the which is also a creepy place in a ship is where the uh, the kind of the screw of the ship, like the whole shaft from like the engine to the propeller at the end. Right. right? And all along there. Um, is all just like spaces that people have to go down to. I mean, when you're on a ship, like there are people who go down there and inspect it and stuff. Um, I mean, I used to, uh, here's a funny story involving Shaft Alley. Uh, when I was, <laughs> when I was, when I was in the Navy, I used to be, um, the damage control, I was the damage control watch officer. Like I was in damage control central and it's pretty much like you sit in there and you watch a bunch of lights and alarms and stuff like that. And, you know, fires, electrical outages, things like that. 
And one of the guys who was under me, uh, you know, I, he, we had to do some work during that day. It was our duty day. So we were on the ship and I was like, okay, you got to go down and finish painting this area in Shaft Alley. And, um, he's like, I don't want to go down there. It was like three in the morning. It was three o'clock or like almost midnight, but maybe 2am or something like that. And, um, he's like, I don't want to go down there. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, why not? He's like, it's the witching hour, man. And I'm like, the fuck did you just say to me? It's <laughs> the witchy now. <laughs> I was like, you little fuck. And I was like, I know you just don't want to go down there to paint it. Like that's the, it's not a good reason. Like, <laughs> so I had to yell at him for like a good minute or something. I'm like, you go down there and you fucking paint that shit. You little bastard. Will, get down there now. Fucking ruin you. Um, but yeah, I was just like, you have, it is a creepy place. Like I won't, I won't deny that it isn't like creepy to go down there by yourself and like do work stuff down there. And, um, but I could totally see it like, especially on a, like a decom ship or like a retired ship where there's no, you know, it, it's, it's underwater. Like th- those areas of the ship are like underwater as far as like the ship where the, the ship sits in the water. Um, so yeah, there's all kinds of creepy creaking and groaning noises down there. And so I can, you know, now what's up but, with, the. Uh... I keep hearing about the haunted Sweet B three forty. Do you know anything about that? Uh, Sweet B three forty. Um, I haven't heard about that. Um, most of the other ones I heard they concerned the pools. Oh, it was a room someone was a crew member was murdered in. Ooh, really? There I mean, yeah, mi- and that would definitely produce ghosts. <laughs> there's this. There's something. There's something on that boat called a second class pool area. You weren't yes. good, you weren't good enough for the first class pool. You go in second no. class pool. Yeah, it's like we're second. We'd be second class pool. <laughs> no, I'd be third. I'm I'm below that. I'm the guy. I'm probably sneaking on and staying. I'm probably staying in the engine less room. Than second class pool. <laughs> now I, I I got a couple. I, there's some videos here that claim to show some shit. I don't. I'm gonna show it. I don't know. Until YouTube says I can't do it, I'm just going to keep doing it. Okay, oh, damn. What's this? So this girl says she sees some shit. Let's follow it along here. It's not actually only six years ago. Oh, I'm waiting to get scared. I'm waiting until like, someone's about to like edit this video and put one of those just like demonic faces of this jump at you. Hey, this is God, bullshit. I hate no. it. Nothing. Fuck it. Never mind. I thought I would see a ghost there, but I did not. I know ghost hunting is always such a disappointment. Like you want to do it. And usually most of the time it's really disappointing. That's the thing. It's like, there's no, I wish there was like a, uh, you know, a unifying theory of ghosts, but there's not, if you ask most paranormal expert, like if you ask three paranormal experts, their opinion on ghosts, I'm sure you would get three different answers. Yeah. You know, as how, how, what is the best way to contact those who have passed on or those spirits that remain behind what is a ghost you know what what are the classic signs of a ghost i'm sure you would get some of the ones that have you know that are pretty much you know ubiquitous pop culture things where it's like oh you you know you hear voices and you hear you get cold snaps and things like that you might get all that stuff but it's as far as like how ghosts work i think you would get three very different answers if you or you know different answers from anyone you ask anyone yeah that's uh it's kind of a hard it's a hard thing to rule na- nail down because the proof is subject to personal opinion um i want to i want to talk about this one i didn't get to do the tour but i was just in portland oregon mm. and <gasps> and you and i wanted to do something called you go look at it's like a haunted tour of it's like under like I guess underground Portland. There's a whole bunch of crazy shit that happened there. And these things, oh, that's right. I was at the Shanghai tunnels. Yeah, it's called the Shanghai tunnels. And I guess in the early 19th century, it was common for these people to like get unsuspecting men from saloons. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the saloons had like oh, fitted with like trap doors and shit. Get them wasted, yep. pull the trap door, kick them down into the tunnels, drug the dude, drag him, yep. drag him to the waterfront, ship him who right. knows where for free labor, man. Or right. leave them for dead, depending on the fall, I guess. I don't know. but Right. And also, uh, I heard sometimes they would take their shoes and then a lot of those – they would take their shoes and a lot of those underground tunnels, they would they would cover with broken glass. So oh, they couldn't run. Oh, my God. 
which is fucking crazy. I heard that. I was like, I remember watching documentary about that and they're like, yeah, they like take the, get you drunk, drop you down the, drop you down the trap door, take your shoes, you know, cover all, all the tunnels would be covered with, you know, glass bottles and things like that. So like you couldn't run away. You'd be John, unless you're John McClane. I mean, and you just die hard. Fuck yeah. And you just, but just man through. Imagine that you go, you go for, uh, you go have seven, eight, nine pints and you wake up on a ship to Asia. <laughs> Like, uh, I've done that, but I was in the Navy. You're in the Navy. Yeah. I mean, it was your, it was your ship. You know? Yeah. It's like, we wake up there and you're just like, Oh fuck. Fuck. What have I done? Yeah. Every but, time I've been to Hong Kong though, I've gotten blacked out at least once. Yeah. I really wanted to do this, the haunted tour, but the, it, cause it was off season. It wasn't running during the week. It was only like Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. And I was gone. I was leaving by then. So I didn't get to do it. But next time, I'm Portland. I'm coming. I'm coming for the, sh- the Shanghai tunnels. Yeah, I wonder how many people. I mean, I don't know if there's so much haunted, but they're definitely an interesting piece of history. Because I mean, I, I don't think they would like a bunch of people died on there. Maybe they did. I don't know. That's, that's what it says. Right. Haunted by the aggrieved spirits of captives who died in the dark recesses beneath the city. I guess there's not right. just these. There's like just a whole bunch of underground tunnels beneath Portland. That is super creepy, and there's probably tons of homeless people down there. Oh. Man, unfortunately, Portland, just like L.A. and Vancouver and other big cities, so many homeless people, man. So mm-hmm. many. You know, I have a homeless person story from there. I always try. I always help homeless people if I can. If I buy food, I buy the guy a cheeseburger. You know, give him a cheeseburger. I bought donuts. I guess in Portland, they're huge into donuts. It's a place called Voodoo Donuts. I had to wait for like fucking 40 minutes to get some donuts. They're pretty good. No big deal. Like just a donut. But I walk out and obviously this homeless guy comes up, he's like, hey man, I'm experiencing poverty, can I have a donut? And I went, sure, you can have one of my donuts I just waited half an hour for, no big deal. Gave him a donut, he eats it, right in front of me, like fast, and I'm walking away, and he runs after me, hey man, can I have another donut? No. <laughs> it's like, you don't get two donuts. Mean, yeah. Go back, you, just... you probably get 100 donuts a day standing out there, you probably eat pretty good. Yeah. Oh, this donut had get, bacon on it too, so he's getting the, he's even getting some protein. Bacon donuts. Bacon donuts. Just, is it the maple bacon donuts? I've had those before. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a maple yeah, some type of maple bacon, and then it had an actual piece of bacon built in right into the icing. Ah, oh. I didn't get a try. I gave it to homeless guy. No big deal. But <laughs> I didn't get okay, to try because I gave it to the homeless guy. <laughs> doing, I was doing my part for society, Dan, helping out the homeless, uh, doing my best. So, solid yeah. B plus. Okay, there's people in YouTube on the YouTube comments here. They want to call in, but they're they are scared. Don't be just fucking call in. Who cares? Scared of what? Scared of it's spooky. Scared of Dan. Supposed to be scary. Yeah, supposed to be. Um, but until someone else calls, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Next place on our spooktacular tour of North America, we have the well, you already uh, Moundsville Penitentiary in West Virginia. Da, 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 da. Take West. me home, country roads. Oh yeah, to Moundsville Penitentiary in West Virginia. Um, this strange little place was built in not well, it's not so much little, but it was built in 1876. Um, it's a Gothic structure, and it covers about uh, 19 acres. And they say it, it resembles a medieval fortress because you know that's the pla- that's what you want a fucking you know prison to look like is a medieval fortress. Um, they said at its peak, this place housed about 2,000 prisoners, and all of their cells were about five foot seven, um, five foot by seven. So. The penitentiary was never designed to hold so many prisoners, like 2,000 prisoners, Just like not even jammed. a 1,000 prisoners. So you had prisoners who were living in cells, like three to a cell. You'd have one person on each side of the cell living on their you know, little cots that were chained to the side of the walls. And then you'd have one mattress that would be over near the back towards the toilet. And you'd have three guys in there at one time. Um, they said that they had recorded 94 men were executed on the premises and uh during the 119 years that the that the prison was in operation um of the men that were killed 85 were hanged and nine were electrocuted wow um so they they had their you know that that quintessential uh electric chair old sparky got old sparky wasn't, um, wasn't if, the electric you, you chair like really tours there um you can go visit and there's a you know old sparky is sitting there when you go when you walk in 
you know, Did probably it, one of the worst ways to die. Does it? It wasn't like the electric chair, like really ineffective at killing people. It would just like oh, it's terrible. Just melt your skin and burn you, but not actually kill you. Yeah, it just like cook. It just like cook you from the inside. It was not in any way humane <laughs> uh, to kill people that way. Um, but I mean. It's just like I, I don't even know. I have to look that up. I'd, I'd, I definitely have to look that up about. I've, I've read about it before about kind of the origins of the electric chair and how they brought it out. I mean, I really think the electric chair was just the. I mean, uh, there. You know, it was the kind of the campaign between AC and DC current between Tesla and Edison and like which we were which way we were going to use. Um, you know, which current we were going to use for to power everything essentially you know all the electrical things and edison was like you know if we use dc right i think he is dc he was hated dc he's like use direct current you get things like the electric chair and you can electric people and it kills people but uh, you know i there there are stories of him like electrocuting elephants and large animals in front of people to kind of no he um, he he used to say that because it was ac current that he was trying to say it was so dangerous right right okay so yeah mix it up he would yeah he would Try, he would electrocute large animals to say, like, we got to use DC current because this is what can happen to you if you use AC current. And then Tesla's like, well, not if you use it correctly and don't pump 50,000 volts through your body. Exactly. It's probably fine. So, you know, besides the electric chair, they used to have hangings. So I guess hangings are considered, considered more humane than this. Like, yeah. But um, back then, hangings were public events. So you could, you know, you had nothing better to do on a sunny day. You could go to the print, the penitentiary and go watch people get hanged. I guess that's what people did, you know. Um, but that all changed the day that they uh, they tried to hang one Frank Hires. Apparently, Hires was uh, not exactly known for his neck mus- musculature, and uh, when they tried to hang him, it decapitated him. <laughs> it just ripped his head off. Yeah, clean off. As the you know the long drop method. You know they put them up there on the on the gallows and they drop them down there and it just like I assume it just kind of like the head just kind of came. Oh, I just wonder if it like came off and like popped off and like like flew off or did it like stay in the rope? I'm trying to picture that. Head, like, <laughs> that would work. Oh God. Oh God. What if it la- you know it landed in some lady's lap and just like just <laughs> oh no more public hanging. <laughs> That was the final straw. All right, guy lost yeah. his head. It's over. Yeah, no more. You probably can't do that anymore. After that, there was uh, no more, uh, no more public hangings. Probably a good idea. Probably a smart move. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but didn't most most people die from hanging from? They just broke their neck, I think. Right. I mean, that was the that was the way that you were supposed to like. If you do the knot up right and you do everything right, it was supposed to kind of just, just you know, crack snap it. your neck. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to die of strangulation. Like that was the worst way to go. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess if, yeah, if you, had, if you had the really strong neck and you did it and you didn't die, you'd just see the guy kicking around there for a minute. Yeah, uh-huh. that'd be. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I search. I searched for electric, electric chair demonstration, but as you could guess, there is none on YouTube. Good. <laughs> Good. I, I, I thought like there'd be like a, a dummy or something. Like this is how you do it, and then you watch a dummy like light on fire, but. No, incorrect. Don't have it. Uh, we don't have we any don't videos have. of electrocuting dummies or whatever. I remember that scene from the Green Mile, man. Like and they just like that fucking asshole guy just doesn't put the sponge in the water. Oh, you, yeah. You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't put it in. The, oh god, that was like this. Oh god, that was such a terrible. Fucking that was a fucked up scene. You're just like, oh Jesus. Um. Next place, we head up to your neck of the woods in British Columbia, and we go to Craig Derrick Castle. I don't. I've not even never heard of this place. And yes, never heard of this place. No. Craig, well, Craig, Craig Derrick, Derrick Castle, Castle. Right, Craig Derrick Castle. They say is one of Western Canada's finest examples of Victorian area Scottish baronial and Richardsonian Romanesque architecture. That's a lot. <laughs> oh shit! This is a crazy looking place. Um, the castle was built, they said, between 1887 and 1890 by the coal baron Robert Dunsmuir. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, actually, I'll teach you some about that in school, but I don't really remember. Right. I mean, he was like the, I guess he was like the richest man. Yeah. Or one yeah, something like that. that sounds right. Look at this place. Yeah. There's not too many places like this in BC because BC is right. like really only 200 years old. All right. That's, That's like if the, the the Winchester house made sense, it would look like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, like, uh, I guess Robert Dunsmuir, he, he didn't actually live to see the, the home completed. He actually died before it even finished. And his uh, wife actually lived in the house. Like, I guess the um, she lived in it until 1908. And they had no surviving family members. That That's wait, that doesn't even make sense. Like they said they had no surviving family members that could afford the upkeep of the house. And so, or as a private resident, so they had to, it had to become a military hospital. That's weird. Like you're the richest man. Must have have squandered it. I don't know. I I don't, I don't really know the, can't remember the story behind them, but. Man, why don't you pay attention to history class? Sal. It was mainly fur trade. Okay. (laughs) Mainly fur trade. (laughs) Explorers cruising down rivers and canoes. That was pretty much what Canadian history was. (laughs) <laughs> that's all they, they paddled down uh they paddled down in, in canoes to burn the white house those those canadian history <laughs> yeah we hey well i mean that was still british technically but yes they did do that gave, gave it gave her a little quick burn down and ran away so um the place is reported to be haunted uh there have been at least a few reports of a ghostly woman in white who's usually sighted which is you always get those kind of things so it uh people have heard um you know the sounds of children crying and there's even sometimes a, a sound of a piano that plays by itself uh the woman in white is reportedly supposed to be the wife um of robert dunsmuir so perhaps she's wandering around the house creepily maybe you no know. Maybe. It's always like it's always a woman in white. You know, that's always a, that's a that's a funny question. Like, do you think there's always like the woman in white? You know, yes, yeah, side of the road. You see them, and they're like, oh, the woman in white crossed the road. Like, right. It's haunted. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it because the colors are washed out because they're ghosts, or is it because like white is like the type of clothing they give you when you become a ghost? <laughs> you show. They give like you. you show. All yeah, right. I mean, all right. Ghost your, time. You get a white. You get a white blouse. Ghost wear. (laughs) All right, you're a ghost now. Here's your white dress. Yeah, there you go. I Um, I feel like it's gotta be the gotta be the opposite. I think like depending what if you're wearing like a light pink shirt, it but be it becomes white because you're more transparent. Christine, I don't know. (laughs) Good question. I just wonder. Yeah, I wonder how that. I wonder how why it's always the the woman in white. Hmm strange but yeah you need to go investigate that place asap check it out i don't know where it i guess i don't know it's in british columbia how far away from you is it how far now british columbia is like a huge place so i mean could be six hours away it was craig craig Derrick castle right right yeah it's in uh victoria on vancouver island so actually close to Braden, where Braden's staying now not far from Braden. go fucking ghost bust yeah, it's probably like uh, per se four hour drive for Braden. Go down there. We're put putting Braden on assignment. Oh, maybe it's maybe that's a podcast. We yeah. maybe it's part, part. That's too far away. We'll find. We could find yeah. something haunted here though. We got a couple. Uh, there's a place in Kelowna called Father Pandozi's Mission, mm. and it was back in the pioneer time. So a lot of people died in the winter time. <laughs> and ate and cannibalism and can- mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. What mm-hmm. else are you gonna do? You're gonna, not gonna waste that person. Gotta eat them. Gotta eat them. Gotta, gotta eat the butt meat. No, but a lot of people say it's haunted. Maybe, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we'll do a, a pod week on location. Ouija boards. Oh. On the site Ouija board. On site Ouija board. That would be all right, actually. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you still got, you got your clip on mic still? Yeah, I do. Yeah, bring that. We'll uh, we'll do something. Yes. So everyone, look forward to that. Look forward. On site Ouija board at oh. what is the place? Uh, Father Pendozzi's mission. Oh, we Possibly got, we got a caller. Father Pendozzi's mission sounds got, like a pizza place. We got a caller. Last probably last caller <laughs> of this power hour. There we go. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good, good. Welcome to the show. Right. Welcome to Spooktober. Hey. Who are we talking to? Yeah. <laughs> good. So this is Peach from Portland. Oh, hey Peach. I hey. I just missed you when I was yeah, down there. Sorry we weren't be able to yeah, sorry we weren't be able to link up when you were here. No worries. Next time. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, let me go cuz I want let me know when you're coming cuz I want to go on that tour with you. Yeah, it looked really cool, but yeah, it just didn't didn't work out for me. 
And I love your story, your homeless story too, because that is like an exact like that's the epitome of Portland. <laughs> that's a snap. That's Portland in a nutshell. Shot of Portland experience. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No. Well, I was calling too because um, when I was growing up in Lafayette, Indiana, um, my high school used to run this haunted mansion, and it was at this building next to my high school called the Pythian Home which was, I think, originally built in, like, the early 1900s, and it was used as a a place for, like, orphans and then eventually for, like, the members of this, like, Knights of Pythias or whatever. And over time, it kind of became, like, a retirement home. And as it went out of function, my school purchased it and started putting on this huge haunted mansion to the point where, like, we would make some six figures for our choir and band department and all these weird things would happen like as we were putting this on like it would be like this huge production like all the students would help do it there'd be like role players and we'd put on these tours you know every weekend in October and I did this when I was a kid and then when I was also in in high school and there was all these crazy stories about um you know, people seeing things and I had a few experiences myself. And one of the most notable things is one of the directors of the department um, in like the room where they would have like all the money for the tours. They had this giant safe that was, you know, one of those giant floor safes that it takes, you know, a forklift to move basically. Yeah. And Wait, pretty face, much every like time a, he would like come. A face. What? What? A face? Like one of, like a, a safe. safe, like a oh, a money safe. safe. I thought you said it was like a giant face. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's it. No, so they had like this giant safe, and this, you know, this guy, like he had the only key to this room, and pretty much every time he would go up to the floor to see this, like to go put money in the safe, the safe would move across the room, and like he started having people go up with him to see this because it was so weird that like this safe that took, you know, would take 10 people to move would just be moving on its own. Shit. And it kind of became common knowledge that this would be just see, but this was just happening. Wow. So this giant, like, because, like you look one ton safe, they're moving it yeah, pretty like, much. across the room, like yeah, move like, across the whole room. It would. Yes. And they would just like come upstairs and it'd be somewhere else. Uh, That's the strongest motherfucking ghost I've ever heard of. Like the Hulk. <laughs> that is the Hulk. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, and then there's other stories. Like there was like a woman who killed herself in this one bathroom. And like, so this tour that you could go on, it was like, you know, it was like a haunted mansion. Like you, you know, there's people scaring you. So like part of that was the creepiness factor of it was the fact that it had this sordid history, but man, was it so freaky. And there was this one bathroom where this woman had killed herself in the bathtub and like the different role players that we would assign, like that the choir department would assign to like work to scare people. No one would ever work in that room because people kept complaining about seeing things and hearing people and hearing this woman. And there were multiple times like people would be sent home because they were so scared that they couldn't even work in the room. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally justifiable. Uh, yeah it was creepy and like even just like as a kid like i you know i was freaked up enough as it is but then even getting older and still working there and going man it was a crazy place you go look up pictures of the place it was very freaky and it's got kind of a weird path to it but it was cool because it was literally across the street from my high school super spooky i get that nine nine out of spooks nine out of of ten spooks for sure just get the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's all. That's all we got for you. Wow. Oh, that's that's Thanks. a good story. Thanks. Thanks Plenty. for that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have a great day, guys. Okay, okay Peach, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time in Portland. Take care. Uh-huh, for sure. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, man, some good some good creepy stories coming in tonight. I, think we're, we're in... I can't imagine working in a place that you know is haunted. That you know like, the fucking you, Hulk you, lives there. That you 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 heavily suspect is haunted. You know, I can't imagine just working at being like, I'm going to go to work today. It's fucking haunted. Like, (laughs) not not my idea of like the ideal working, working, work environment, but you know, whatever. (laughs) I would, I would be joining those homeless people on the streets if I had to work there. 
Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, we have one. We're gonna take one more caller. Brittany on the YouTube chat here has been humming and hawing for a while. She put her kids to bed. Here she is. Last call of the night for this spooky power hour. Spooky. Hello, welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing. Hi, this is Brittany. Hey, Brittany, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. You fi- finally got the kids to bed? <laughs> no, actually, uh, my daughter's currently banging on my bedroom door. Well, so lock, lock her out for five minutes and tell us a sweet, spooky story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a spooky okay. story. Uh, okay, I think I'm going to go with the one I just recently shared, but... Um, Anyway, so there's this uh, haunted house in St. Louis, where I live, and it's called the Lint Mansion. Um, they do tours and all that, you know, host weddings, stuff like that. But it's uh, haunted because of the family history there. Pretty much everyone killed themselves at some point in their lives. They used to own a brewery in St. Louis, all that stuff. So some friends of, that, of mine and I, went on a tour and long story short because it's on discord if you really want to read it um i saw as i was walking through the house uh an apparition of this guy who was dressed um for the time period of the home um but he didn't have i didn't see anything like at his knees like that's kind of where it stopped he was in a bathroom he looked at me and he smirked which I mean, scared me so much. I started shaking, um, crying. I scared thing I'd ever seen. Holy Before shit. Before the tour began, let me back up a little bit. Before the tour began, um, the lady giving the tour had used those like dowsing rods. Um, is that what they're called? I don't know. Uh, anyway, she was using those to like speak to spirits and stuff in the house. Um, and I was being an asshole laughing about it, making jokes about it, not believing in it really. Um, and she had said that, uh, this guy, Billy Limp, who lived in the house, who is apparently a spirit of the house, uh, was going to reveal himself to someone in the room at some point in the night. And this tour was three hours long. So this had happened maybe an hour before I saw what I saw. Um, so I see it. I start freaking out, crying, uh, as soon as I look over, though, again, at the in the bathroom, it's gone. My cousin, who was with me at the time, also saw something, and he was ready to get out of the house. But the tour is continuing. We go up to this room in the attic where they had, um, there was a little boy who was in the family. I'm not sure exactly what was wrong with him, but uh, something where they, you know, I guess back in the, those times, they pretty much locked kids away. Um, he would look out his window at night or every day and, like, watch these kids play, you know, sad kid because he couldn't play with the other kids. That room has a lot of activity in it. So she brings us, the tour guide brings us in there, turns off all the lights, and this is right after I saw what I saw. So I'm still freaking out. We, with all the lights off, there's, um, there was a window in the room and you could see a little bit of light from like the street lights outside, but not much. It was still pretty dark. Um, but you could see well enough to see like there was a shadow figure standing in the doorway of the room and she pointed it out. So of course everyone in the tour, maybe 20 or 30 people in the room, look over at the doorway. They all see it. Or at least everyone's saying they see it. It comes in. And comes straight towards me. My boy, I was standing in between my boyfriend and my brother. And it was almost like trying to get between me and my boyfriend who was holding me. And I'm, I'm crying hysterically at this point. And the shadow, you could see through it, but you could see that it was dark. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. But it was really cold. Um, so then I, I let go of my boyfriend and kind of turned around into my brother's arms not knowing what to do. And this lady, the tour guide, was just letting this go on. Um, other people started freaking out in the room. Some some lady was, like, begging her to turn on the lights. But before she did, another... Um, we saw a couple dark shadows. I'll just put it that way. It's a long story. Uh, 
So she turns on the lights. We go downstairs. And um, she comes up to me. She At this point, she kind of told everyone on the tour, you had free realm of the house. You could go back to any room we had seen, do whatever you want for us the next hour. So, um, And she comes up to me after she makes an announcement and wants to know more in detail like what I saw in the bathroom. So I'm telling her and I'm describing it to her and I'm asking her a million questions, you know, like, is this fake? Tell me this is fake. Tell me this is real. Or, tell me this is fake. I don't want this to be real. All this stuff. And she's like, no, no, no. She goes, actually, I want, I want to show you something. And she pulls out this book and it's a, like a fo- an old photo album that the court has of all of the family members from the Lent family. And she opens it to Billy Lent's page. Oh, no. She actually asked me on the, there's a group photo, which one, if it looked like any of them. And I pointed to one who it looked exactly like. She turned to his page and showed me more photos of him. And I was like, yeah, that's who I freaking saw. And she says, well, that's, that's actually the spirit I was talking to. Um, went on, told me more information about him, told me that uh, he's actually an evil spirit, all kinds of stuff like this. Uh, told me that I should request that he leave me alone and not attach himself to me before we leave. So I go on with the tour. My friends and I were going to go to a local 24-hour diner afterwards, and it was called Uncle Bill's. Of course, I'm, like, talking to the spirit before I leave the house, and instead of saying, please don't come home with me, basically, I was like, hey, do you want to go to this diner called Uncle Bill's because your name is Billy Lent? And, you know, making a joke because that's how I am. So we go to the diner, I go home, and I go to bed. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I look at my phone, and it said 3.33 in the morning. And I woke up suddenly, like, but, but almost in a panic that I, it's really hard to describe. But anyway, I, after I look at my phone that was on my nightstand, I, I put it back down, and I look up, and in the corner of my room, I see Billy Limp again, but this time he had legs and all the way down to his feet. And he's like walking, floating like towards me. And I scream. I actually fall out of my bed and I hit my head on my nightstand. I sit up to grab my cell phone. Um, and as soon as I look at it, the the time said uh, 3.34 in the morning. And I look up and it was gone. So I get up and I actually went, got at my dad's bed and slept with him for like two weeks in my parents' room for, for the rest of that. But yeah, that's, that's that story. Huh. Jesus. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't mess around ghosts. Don't fuck around with ghosts. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't no. Don't tell, them to, don't tell them to come home with you. Yeah, they will, fo- they will follow your ass yeah, home. Yeah. The, fa- the fact yeah. that the the fact that the tour guide had to like remind you to do that, or that they like they've had people who have experienced something similar to that, they have to like, yeah, don't tell, don't tell it. The you should definitely request that it doesn't follow <laughs> you home. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's happened yeah. enough times that they have to tell people to do that. <laughs> Crazy. Well, and like I obviously everyone knows I'm really nervous, talk, like public speaking, <laughs> so I know I've missed a lot of details. But I'm trying to get short. If, if anyone wants to read more about it, I did share it on, on your Discord page. Um, but, yeah, the lady in the beginning, she was really serious about all this stuff. And I, like, I had had paranormal experiences before, but I was definitely being an asshole and just joking around with my friends, like, totally happily. I just thought it was, like, a fake thing. I definitely thought it was a fake thing going into it. And I don't, I don't watch scary movies. I don't really like creepy stuff anyway. I was kind of dragged there in the first place. Um, and that's my coping mechanism is just to laugh about everything. So yeah, she, I felt like whenever she was telling me at the end, because she, she did say that in the beginning to like, make sure you tell the spirit it can't leave with you. Um, I thought when she repeated it to me, she was, I don't know. I, I thought she was kind of making a joke, but clearly she wasn't. Or I just have really, um, terrifying nightmares. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I don't think that was the case. <laughs> Well, Brittany, that was thanks. Thanks for sharing that story. I read that. I read your text account, and you did a pretty good job of summing it up. So yeah, did a good job. Okay, I thought I it was really so. good. Did a good job telling a spooky story on the spooktober. <laughs> Brittany, you're one of one of our more right. active people on Patreon. We 
we thank yeah. uh, appreciate the support. And if anyone wants to read her yeah. her text account, you can uh, yeah. join us on Patreon, and you can find it in the fan stories of our Discord server. Um, Brittany, we're going to end You'll this power hour with, with your awesome story. <laughs> but uh, we'll t- we're going to talk again soon, I'm sure. You got a, you got a whole bunch more All right, stories. Y'all have a good night. Bye, bye Brittany. Bye. Man, some good good ghost stories tonight. Ooh, yeah, that was some ten good, out of ten spooks. Ten out of ten spooks, man. If the ghost follows you home. I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? Are you just like you know, I you know I don't you know I'm a skeptical person. I'm a powerfully skeptical person. But if they're like, you should tell them you not to come home with you, and I'd be like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Just you know <laughs> like, what? It's, Even if you're skeptical, if you're skeptical, just be safe. Just be safe. Why not? Why not? What's the worst? Cost you nothing. Cost you nothing to be like, gay. Don't come home with me. Don't want no ghosts in my house. <laughs> like, um, I have no problem saying that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Dan, we gotta mm-hmm. let's let's end this power hour. I gotta go to Thanksgiving dinner. My um, parents. Yeah, are your denim go. turkey is getting too cold. Yes, my den my denim <laughs> my denim turkey is getting cold. Um, we're not, we're not gonna do any space news. We're gonna save our new patreons for next week when we get the crew back together. But uh, if this is your first time listening to us or watching us, follow us anywhere on social media, aliantheorist.com or I don't know, Dan, anything to plug? Uh, nope, not really anything to plug. I think we're good. There you go. Thanks for joining us on this spooky spooktober power hour. We're going to have a couple more weeks of spooky shit for October and then pod week mid-November. It's going to be fucking awesome. Dan will be live in the studio for the very first time. Will be. Can't wait. All right. All right, brother. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Keep those eyes on the skies. Peace out.